Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Who's down with OTV? Who's down with OTV? Who's down with OTV? Podcast One presents Off the Vine with Caitlin Briscoe. Caitlin is creating a space where girls and gents can feel empowered to be themselves. Get ready for lots of laughs, taboo topics, unfiltered advice, and wine. Lots of wine. Get ready to shake things up. Here's Caitlin. What do you think the words are? No, don't Google it. Well, I'm not. No, don't Google it. What do you think the words are? Strumming my pain with his fingers one time, one time. Singing. Singing, mom. Uh, <laughs> killing me ah, softly it. with his words. Just jump to the one part, you know. Killing me softly with his words. Let me ask you a question. We're not actually live, are we? Yeah. Well, no. Have I asked you this before on the podcast? I know I have <clears throat> off the record. You didn't even do the whole intro. How am I supposed to know where we were going? Yeah, I was tricking you so that you'd keep going with your stupid lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> I do make lyrics up. Awful of lyrics. It's so funny. I'm trying to remember certain words, but I can't, and I should write them down. I should start writing down the lyrics that you sang so I can <laughs> quote them for everybody. But you were just singing something. Killing me softly? Mm, yeah, but... Strumming his pain. Mm. Hmm? Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Off the Mind with Caitlin Bristow. No, sing- See you next Tuesday. Mm. Hello, Vinos, and welcome to a new decade. 2020, baby. Of Off the Vine, Grape Therapy, both of them. That's right. It's officially 2020. It's January 1st right now as we're recording this, and Jason is drinking, what are you drinking? A protein, protein shake. shake. Yeah. And I'm drinking champagne. And why don't you tell them about our dinner? <laughs> when? How I had a hot lemon tea. You had a hot, oh my gosh. We <laughs> went delightful. To, we went to one of my favorite spots in Nashville called Barcelona Wine Bar. <laughs> I guess it doesn't matter because I had a martini, but Barcelona Wine Bar. Jason had a hot lemon tea. It was delightful. I'm and trying to do this sober Jane, dry January. See, now I used to think that was a good idea in mm-hmm. my past years, but now I own a wine label and it's just unprofessional <laughs> if I don't. I see. That's a great spin. I like Thank it. Thank you. I nice found a loophole. loophole. That's I, my go-to. I found one. I'm running with You're it. Getting good. Yeah. So January, screw so are it. You gonna, what's, your th- what's, your, what's your New Year's resolutions? Do you um, have any? Yeah, I've, we have a lot. And we kind of talked about this over dinner. And that's kind of what today's podcast is about. Because um, a year ago, my sister Haley and I recorded a podcast together to talk about monthly goals for 2019, which I thought was so great because everybody sets these huge expectations for the year. This year, I'm going to blah, blah, blah. And I'm going to eat healthy. And, I, and I'm like, no, no, no. Just go day by day, month by month. Something small, achievable goals that you can do. So we set monthly goals for people such as in January, try and make your bed every morning and see how you feel. So small achievable goals that made people feel like they were accomplishing something. So um, 30 day challenges for each month of the year. I loved doing it and I loved getting people's feedback each month if they did it. It's a very small number and I'm not going to lie. I don't know if I did them all, but um, I just think it's cool to set intentions going into a new year. So my intentions for this year 
Mm-hmm. Let's hear your tensions. Um, is I would like to go back to a few years ago, Caitlin, mm-hmm. where I laughed off trolls or haters. Um, because I think at this point in my life, I'm like, okay, I've been doing this now for what, five years now? 2015, 2015 to yeah. 2020. This I mean, it's going to be the fifth year. It will be the fifth year. So technically four years total, but I'm on the fifth year. Sure. And to me, I'm like, when this all first happened, I could I could laugh off trolls. Mm-hmm. And then as time went on, I was like, eh, some bug me, some don't. But as you go on in life and you're genuinely just sharing who you are with everybody and you every day, all day, every week, every month get trolled uh, for who you are as a person, it starts to get to you. And I think I've I, I started to let it get to me more than usual, which is so silly. Mm-hmm. Because I like to think I have the confidence to brush things off as as I once did, and I, I'm just that's I'm going to get back to caring about the people that matter and the people who say positive things, and and be on the right um, the right vibrations for yeah. 2020. No, I think it's good, and I think the thing is, is though. Yes, this happens to you, but this happens to everybody in different forms. And right, this is an old adage we learn when we are literally four years old: sticks and stones will yeah. break your bones, but words will never hurt you. And there's, you know, that's a bullshit that's lesson. A, though. Yeah, exactly. But I'm saying it's one that we have. Um, it's been instilled on us at mm-hmm. a young age, and I agree with that. That it is a bullshit lesson because words do hurt. Yeah. But one thing we talked about is that everyone. We, we talked about reactions, right? We want to... How we instantly react isn't what we controllably do to react, right? So we both get angry. It's We both get fired up. Everyone gets mm-hmm. pissed. Everyone, of course, is pissed when someone tries to take someone down mm-hmm. or when you're bullied. No one likes it. It doesn't feel good. But you, the one thing you can control is how you react to it. And that's the one variable in this world of how people handle things differently is reaction. I think it's really hard for myself and I can't speak for you or anyone else, but for, for myself, I, I do react emotionally, but that's part of who I am. And do I, or, or could I take a few seconds and think about it and not react that way? Sure. And do I, yeah, I work, I work on that. But for me, it's like, I, I guess I think like, um, I've built this audience or I've built this, um, community that I want to always please because I've built it and I've worked hard for it. And I feel like I've, I've created this community of people who really matter to me. Mm -hmm. So when people criticize it's, if it's constructive, that's one thing, but if it's constructive in a way where it's like attack mode, I take it very personally now compared to years ago, because I feel like I've, I've, um, worked up to to be where I am and I would hope that people know who I am by now and so I think that's why I take it so personally is because I'm like but you know me now I'm not a piece of shit stop treating me like one and I and I and I have a very difficult time with separating when it's just trolls or when people are hurtful I know you don't relate to this because we're very different in this way but I think so. What I what I didn't say accurately last time is we all have instincts, right? So if someone says something negative or they say something hurtful, our instinct is always to be angry, upset, frustrated, want to fight mm-hmm. back, snap. That's your instinct. But what we have control over 
is the reaction. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, there is no way in this world you will please everybody. It is impossible. Oh, it doesn't matter who you are or you just won't. So in my opinion, you just the only thing you can do is be true to yourself. And if you're true to yourself and at the end of the day, you look in the mirror and you know what you did and how you did it and you feel good about it, then everything else doesn't matter. But I have to kind of disagree with you because I, I believe those things. I know at the end of the day, when I look in the mirror, I know what matters. I know who I am as a person. But to me, it's like having my character questioned every day for the last five years takes a toll on anybody I I agree how that would take a toll on you but I also think that it's important to put things in perspective of course and I do and if I didn't I'd be in a terrible position right now yeah but there's like so in my opinion like bringing that negative energy if you know that the character they're questioning you know it's not true you know it's not what you do and people out there all day experience this in different levels what is the purpose of continuing to bring attention to it or fighting a battle that you're not gonna that's a battle you're not gonna win with that person is it okay but i'm not gonna name and maybe i don't even know your biggest insecurity but imagine you had this insecurity that you've had since you were young and it's been instilled in your brain and you open up your world to a constructive or whatever kind of criticism not constructive as well but just people having an opinion and what if certain people for years trigger your biggest insecurity day in day out and you know they're ridiculous but they're hitting that one spot for you every week let's say you don't let that get to you after five years it's actually the opposite after five years you build up such a block against it Mm, that i don't that's what i thought and then i guess you have to go back to game three what are the options the options are either don't put that out there you deal with the consequences of putting it out there i like to think i do have thick skin otherwise i don't think i could be doing what i'm doing and I like to believe that I can stand up for myself, which some people say ignore the trolls, but I like to believe I can stand up for myself. But sometimes it hurts me. And it's just about, I, I'm honest along the whole journey of trolling. Yeah. <laughs> like sometimes I can brush it off. Sometimes it bothers me. Sometimes I clap back. Sometimes I ignore it. Sometimes I want to have a conversation and be like, hey, I see you're writing me from an account with zero followers and you've clearly made up this account to troll me. I would love to have this conversation with you if you showed your face and I could have a, you know, some sort of valuable conversation with a face, but I'm not going to do it with a fing lamb lamb one two three four yeah, five six seven the eight beautiful thing about you is that you're unapologetically yourself no matter what so if that's what you're going to continue right. to be then you have to ignore those who are going to try and put you down for being yes. yourself and which let's circle back my goal for 2020 yes. <laughs> is to ignore those ones fair good. If that's good ignore the ones where it's clearly a troll have conversation with the people that are just mis um informed on who i am as a person or think they know me i'm willing to have some conversations every once in a blue moon but ignore the actual trolls who are just noise trying to get to me yeah and i think the way that people hopefully could apply this to their everyday life is that 
when you are focused on what you're doing, you need to do it relentlessly and you need to let no one get in your path mm-hmm. because people will try to impede you from achieving mm-hmm. your goals. People are fearful of success. They're scared of change. Mm-hmm. And when they see someone that's driving change and do and doing successful things, the first thing most people do is they're intimidated by it and they judge and they tell you why you're not going to do it and what you can't do and how, even though you're taking the leap of faith from your job or career or your boyfriend or girlfriend, whatever it is, how it's not going to work out. Mm-hmm. Everyone has such a glass half full attitude and no, and in general, no glass, half empty. glass half empty and in general people, it's sad, it's sick, but people want to see people fail. Oh, they do. Of course. And, so, and, and if there's one thing that you do in 2020, push through all of that and don't let anybody dictate your course, your life, your outcome, what you want, except yourself. Well, but Jay, I mean, you know me. I don't let people dictate that. But, uh, you know, we also know is there's a lot that happens, like pass the microphones. And some of these, when you, let's say you're getting trolled or bucked, it really bugs you it, Only, it can ruin your day we'll talk about it for but, a long but, time but you have to also acknowledge the other side of it where we could sit over a beer and laugh hysterically at some of the stuff that is very hurtful like i thought it was so funny and i'm not going to bring attention to this person i'm not even going to give their name i laughed out loud and showed you at buffalo wild wings and we laughed because this woman <laughs> was literally calling me disgusting she was like you're so gross ew disgusting Ooh, you crave so much attention and she's going off and off and off and i'm like she's literally saying everything that she is like who's disgusting here you're messaging some young girl as an older woman just ripping her apart and and you have to admit that we do laugh about some of it too yeah, but even in that example, you're you're really hurt by like you you first came up to me with that and you were really no, upset no, with that. No, it was three other trolls that said the same things at her, but they were um private, no followers, no following no one with fake accounts. This woman was a mother, Christian, mother of four, live life to the fullest, praise Jesus. That bothers me because I because you find it hypocritical. Yes. The ones who are clearly making up accounts to do this to me, no, I do not. It doesn't bother me. Yeah. I get I mean, furious about yeah. certain people. And again, this is also stupid because I don't care if they are a Christian mother. Or it shouldn't bother me no matter what. I'm just... I, I'm just more just being vulnerable right now and saying. No, no, I think it's good. There's no space for bullying, work on. but it's you know what's going to be constant. You know there's going to be feedback, and I just think um, putting that all in perspective is going to help you with that stuff. I think. And maybe it's because you have only known me for a year, but I have dealt with some serious bullying and death threats and awful, awful things. So I have moved past a lot and ignored a lot. It's just now. I don't know if I'm getting more sensitive in my old age, <laughs> but I've, I've, I really have battled through a lot of, of bullying and now it's just, I guess I'm just annoyed, but anyways, anyways, 2020, I'm going to ignore it. It's what I'm saying. Good for you. I think that's amazing. I think that's awesome. Thanks. 
Do you? <laughs> no, I think it's amazing. I think it's something that you definitely should do. And I th- you should not th- let toxic energy kind of manifest. No, and, I, and that's what I'm saying is I want to be on the right vibrations and yeah. the, the good positive vibes. And, and I, I'm not trying to like turn it or say, but I just, you were, you have always been very adored in the public eye and haven't gone through some like slut shaming or death threats or like people threatening your family or magazine covers saying you're a horrible human. Like you haven't gone through the thick of it where it could possibly break you down. Um, and you're, you don't deserve that. Of course, nobody does. But I'm just saying, I think, I think it just broke me down and it, I think I've I've gained thick skin through it, but I've also become more sensitive to it, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. Yeah, no. Does it? I, th- I think so. I mean, you. I think naturally most people would probably think because you've experienced that and probably at a higher concentration years ago, that at this point you're like, I don't give a f- so say it all. I've heard I've heard X, Y, and Z from mm-hmm. A, B, and C, and it doesn't bother me. So I think that you would think the natural progression would be to say, "Yeah, my skin is so thick; it would take a you know a freaking drill bit to get through." Because mm-hmm. I just don't. I've heard it all. So it's interesting that it's it's actually reversed. It's that when things were probably at their worst point, in the highest concentration and the highest volume, you weren't as sensitive to it as you are when things are at a lower concentration, lower volume, four years of dealing with it. That's, I think that's interesting. And I also think I've worked so hard to build my audience of people that trust me and that I trust. So I think I do a lot of things that I do. I, I want the people that follow me to just, um, support me the way I want to support them. Or I, I want to, read all my Facebook messages and be a part of this community without any judgment. Cause I feel like they're all family now mm-hmm. where when there is rude people, I'm like, wait, aren't we all family? <laughs> Don't we all love each other? <laughs> Which I know is not realistic, but, but just even in families and in companies and in like the best of friends, there's obviously challenges, hurdles, there's feedback, right? Like you take directive feedback. Well, I and- guess you're just above me. No, no, no. I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about in general, like no matter what, I know, Even though I you've can't. built this community, there's still within this community, there's going to be arguments and discussions and people that disagree and that and, and and it okay creates frustration and sometimes negative feedback. And I'm okay with that because, of course, everyone's not going to be butterflies and rainbows skipping right. through the world, holding hands, singing Kumbaya. Like, I know that. Uh, and I think that's sometimes what I want, but I know it's not going to happen. But I just, I guess I feel the responsibility now as someone who has, um, you know, I've brought these people together in the Facebook group or I've brought these people together who follow me that I think we should all be on the same page when that's totally not realistic. So it upsets me when people don't all get along. (laughs) Yeah. And I think, again, like anything... Um, if you look at politics, the same parties. But are again, on the same if we could all think like totally... Jason Tardick, that would make the world a lovely place. You're very um... no, 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 no. You're, you're no, not... you are. No, but you're not understanding. You're not. It has nothing to do with the way I'm thinking. What I'm saying is that you've built a community, right? And within communities that are built, people 
have issues with their leaders and pushback within political of course. Um, parties. There's huge, huge nasty arguments and debates and within companies. So I think my point is there's never a state of, uh, you know, just like complacency where there isn't these like tough discussions and negative feedback, right? And I totally agree with that. It's just that I somehow feel the responsibility of it when now I have, you know, it's Caitlin Bristow's Off the Vine Facebook group. Okay. And 90% of it is this most empowering, loving, positive, life-changing things that I read and I cry and I'm just like, this. it's the, it's the thing I am the most proud of so far mm-hmm. is, is the, the people who listen to the podcast and reading these Instagram or um, Facebook group messages, everyone that's helped everyone and been vulnerable and opened up and no judgment. But I think with uh, however many 20, whatever thousand people in a Facebook group, like you said, it's politics. People aren't all going to get along and the leader, quote unquote, you know, I, I get messages every other day. Well, so-and-so said this in your Facebook group, and I think you need to monitor this and this, um, it was hurtful. And, um, you know what? Your space has changed and it's not as positive as it once was. I'm like, what? Everything I see is the most, I just cry daily on that Facebook group because, but if, if it's, you know, I, 0.01% of negativity, I have to hear about it. And I feel like it's my responsibility to do something about it when I, it's not. Gotcha. Do you know what I'm saying? No, I get that. Yeah. I think that that example definitely makes it more understandable. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. I'm very passionate about the vinyls. Yeah. Well, that's a good 2020 goal, I think. Yeah. I agree. I, I need to get back to, um, focusing on, all the positive and not letting that 0.01% of negativity get to me. All right, let me ask you something. Have you ever dropped your phone and then said a little prayer that it's going to be in one piece when you pick it up? Just did it today, actually. It's like a real life nightmare. And I can't imagine having to go one day without my precious phone. So the idea of it falling and breaking is absolutely terrifying. And looking at all those hardcore protective cases out there, it always feels like in order to keep your phone safe, you got to sacrifice style, but not with my new phone case from Casetify. Casetify lets you have the best of both worlds, military grade drop protection and stylish phone case that you'll actually want to show off. So no need for bulky phone cases that turn your phone into an ugly little brick. Casetify cases are as sleek and chic as your actual phone. They have thousands of designs to choose from. Casetify has done awesome collaborations with artists and designers, and there's also the best collaboration ever, and that's yours. You heard me. You can create custom cases with your favorite colors and text, and of course, they really do protect your phone. Casetify cases will keep your phone safe through drops of more than six feet. I still panic today, but Casetify saved me. If celebrities like Kylie Jenner, Gigi Hadid are obsessed, you know this case is a phone that you can show off. So go to casetify.com slash find today to get 20% off your new favorite phone case. That's casetify.com slash find for 20% off your Casetify purchase. One thing we talked about at dinner that I did this year is before just jumping into like my goals or resolutions or things I want to do, I just wrote on a piece of paper. I said, what makes me happy? And really try to identify, because I think if you are really happy, if you're happy within and you're happy with yourself and you look at yourself in the mirror and you're proud of that person and what's going on, 
it creates such good energy around you and usually it, it allows other things to manifest. So this is what we talked about. I, I just wrote a list today of all the things that make me happy and then trying to just make those things a priority. And then I said to Kate at dinner, I was like, so what makes you happy? And it was a good conversation. Like where you, you dig deep and you really think about it. Like, what is it that makes, that puts a smile on my face and, what you know creates the happiness inside and then you get through things that are materialistic and then you get through the things that like actually matter and i think constructing like your resolutions or your monthly goals or whatever it is around that gives more depth to what you're trying to do so what makes you happy so thing i guess things that i said so what makes me happy is friends family um I said Caitlin, Pino, and Ramen. That was my list. That was my first thing. In so, order? And just, then, kidding. just kidding. And then I put, like, I made a list of friends that are really important to me that I want to make sure, like, on a weekly basis, like, hey, how you doing? What's going on? Checking in. Um, things that make me happy are avoiding, um, I guess, like, trying to find ways to avoid confrontation or anxiety. That's one. Because anxiety and confrontation, like, But you just said confrontation is bound to happen when you, you know... I think confrontation is bound to happen, but it's how you cope and handle a confrontation, which can determine if it's like toxic or positive confrontation. But what if you had hormones <laughs> that made I you, I literally would love to control the emotions sometimes and I actually can't, but okay, go on. Can't go there. I'm it's trying so, to think about other things that make. Oh, I said you make it sound so easy. Where I'm like, God, it's no, hard. I'm not making things. If I had to summarize it in one sentence, I would just say there's only certain things in this world that you can control, and there's so many things that you can't. And if you just worry about the things you can control, again, that's so much easier said than done. No, I know, I know. You are I'm not very. Saying, no, I'm not saying I do it perfectly, or that I do it at all. I'm just saying I think if you. No, if you, you try to do that more effectively, of course, it'll be. I know what you're saying. Of yeah. course, no, you're so right. It's just um, you're a very logical person who does have an easier time than most thinking and actually acting that way. Mm. And your friends have told you that. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. Again, it's I don't know that there's a silver bullet or that I wouldn't say like silver I, bullet. Isn't that a Coors Light? No, so, even silver lining silver bullet is like it's the silver bullet it's the answer yeah. like i believe that's that's course like so anyway yeah but i mean we think we we're talking about like things that like make you happy i'm trying to think about other things i put down but um that list has helped me kind of put together what like goals and resolutions would be yeah we'll be back with more off the vine with caitlin bristow You're listening to Off the Vine with Caitlin Bristow. What does Jason Tardick need to work on in 2020? Where's the list? Where's the list start? I mean, it's a ton. Uh, consistency. So I think I like. I get very. You think you're inconsistent. Yeah, I think I get totally like, into things, and then I get sidetracked. Hmm. Um, I think I spread myself too thin sometimes. Mm -hmm. So instead of. Uh, you know, instead of focusing on like what I actually want to achieve, I don't achieve it because I try to do too much of mm -hmm. everything. Um, one th thing, one the, a huge thing is, is like hit the brake. Sometimes if you slow down, you'll actually get four steps further. 
right? Like I just go, just go, 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 go. But you could be like, you could be a hamster on a hamster wheel running 100 miles an hour, but you're actually not going anywhere. I agree. I find that self mind with me a huge, like one of the biggest things for me is being in the moment. Mm-hmm. There's so many times my brain's running or I'm thinking of something else oh, I know. and I have everything I could ever ask for just like right in front of mm-hmm. me with no worries in the world Mm -hmm. and I create worries Mm -hmm. and it's just it's to not live in the moment especially when everything is going so well it's like such a shame on me that's I mean I could I could literally go a thousand (laughs) things of what I'm trying to work on well no I'm not I'm not saying that to get you to admit your faults I'm just saying like things that make you happy things you need to work on that's just a conversation but you do have good balance but I'm like I think everybody in the world needs to work on being present or in the moment. I think that's just a problem of the world, not just yours. But um, if you could, if you could say, if you could wrap up 2019 in three words, what would they be? Let me think about it for a minute. Well, because you have yours, I'll, I'll. No, I really don't. I'm just thinking because 2000. I remember 2018 as a just year of life lessons, hard times, um, just just a. Um, kind of a pivotal point in my life where I just wanted to do what made me happy. And then 2000, I was like, 2019 is going to be the year of empowerment for me where I'm, I'm going to do what I want and I'm going to put my focus into myself. And then you came along. So my relationship, my career, like I, I, my intention was to be, um, to, just to to have the right intentions with with where I was putting all of my energy, and it was going to be the year of empowerment for me, and I really feel like it was. Um, and then I also feel like in the for the world, it was 2019 was a shit show. It was just kind of like political. Everyone of like being sensitive and opinions and everything that happened in 2019. It seemed like people were figuring it out no, sorry, 2018, where 2019 was going to be a little more clarity, which I don't feel happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and for some reason, I feel that way about 2020. I feel like it's just going to be a little bit more, there's going to be a little more clarity of like what people want, how they go about it. Do you know what I mean? No, I think it's good. I have a buddy of mine who said to me today, he said, I highly recommend creating a personal vision statement for the year. Yes. So oh, always. Yeah. So on, on Restart, the YouTube series, we have a first episode coming out and we did one solely on New Year's resolutions. But mm-hmm. he said that his personal vision statement last year, which I think correlates to what you're saying, is this is not the year for me for perfection, but rather the year of progress for me. That was his 2019. Oh, I have a question. Do you think a year will ever be about perfection? No, I think his point was like this year, I really am going to find myself. I'm going to stumble on my face. I'm going to get beat Mm -hmm. up in the process, but I'm going to progress. Like I'm going to progress. We're like, I don't think like, that's not my vision this year. Mm -hmm. Even last year, that wasn't my vision, but that was his vision. He's in a different state. You know, he's, he's yeah. just oh, yeah, we all are. 24 yeah. different. Yeah. Um, so. Oh, I respect that. Yeah. I th- I, I'm not saying one word should describe how everybody feels about each year. I'm, I'm wondering what yours. Yeah. So if okay, I look not back even, mine, oh, You don't even have to say three. One. Yeah. Fine. If I think, well, one is the biggest one is change. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, we go from, you think about the change when I started January 1st, 2019. Mm-hmm. Single, starting to flirt a little bit, Caitlin, just off the show, living in a condo downtown Seattle, 
is a corporate banker in a 900 square foot urban lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Fast forward <laughs> December 31st, 2019, in the suburbs, <laughs> living dogs. with my girlfriend, two dogs, um, complete career change, you know, night and day. So I think change is definitely, definitely. one of them. Um, I think fulfilling is mm-hmm. one. It was definitely a, a fulfilling year um, and just a probably, lot of personal growth. Which you probably don't think of when you're like, you, you know, you think you're like thriving when you're in like downtown with a good job and doing all that. You think that's supposed to be fulfilling, but you realize, I think, I don't know, it depends where you're at in life. I'm not going to say it's before you're. 30 or after you're 30 or wherever you're at in life, it's interesting how perspective changes in your life with, with what, um, success means to you. Yeah, exactly. And I think success and happiness changes every year, every day, every month for people. And I think what's so important is that you just, I've said this so many times, but you have to write your own story. You can't Mm -hmm. let it write, have someone write it for you. I was watching this on Gary Vee, motivational speaker, and he's like, there's so many people their whole life, they live for what their parents deem as acceptable. Mm -hmm. And if it's successful to their parents, if it, it screams success in their eyes, they can consider it successful and then they're 60 years old and they're and pissed and they resent their parents mm-hmm. because they lived their life fulfilling someone else's expectations instead of their own. And right. then they've lived their life and they look back and it wasn't what they expected. It's either that or you live your own life and your parents resent you for not taking the path that they want. But I, it's, not all of us. But. Yeah. And I think there's obviously communications key, but yeah. I just think you got to lead your own life and define what makes success. Like everyone's definition of success should be different. Yeah. And like, how many times do we have conversation about following your own path? And it it seems like such an impossible thing to do for a lot of people when it seems so simple Mm -hmm. to some. Yeah. Okay. This is a 30 second commercial. That's it. And I'm going to throw a lot of numbers at you. Okay. But please stay with me in just 15 minutes you could save 15% or more on car insurance. This company has been offering great rates and great service for over 75 years. And anytime you need help, you can speak to one of their trained specialists 24-7. The company is Geico. Go to geico.com today. And again, sorry for all the numbers. And in five, four, three, two, one, I'm out of time. Uh, I think we could talk about how to set goals and make resolutions realistically. Like, here's a stat for you. Are you ready? You, you like stats? Big stats. Uh, 50 to 90% of people give up by six months into their New Year's resolution. Oh, see, the recent stat I read was 80% of people by mid-February. Of course you have a different yeah. stat than me to come back with. No, I think that's what <laughs> well, I, I read. I read that. So it's the same thing, 50 to 96 months. Yeah, so I heard by mid-February, 80% of people have I no longer have their um, resolutions in place god and you know what you can't blame them i feel like <laughs> i could be one of them how many times have you been i've been there a hundred times i'm there right now i said sober january and here we are january 1st with a glass of champagne in my hand <laughs> you like, come on you, you sell wine you gotta be drinking no, no i'm just kidding uh so a good way to make sure your resolutions stick is to break them down into monthly goals which i believe in okay um which is 
what we're going to do. So good job. Kudos to us for even doing this podcast. Uh, Another tip that a lot of people forget to do is celebrate progress and don't let a setback ruin your entire goal, which I think a lot of people do. Mm -hmm. We all have said that we're going to eat healthier and just like after one drunk night, we give up entirely. You know, we give up, but it's okay to have a setback. Forgive yourself. Uh, don't let it ruin your entire week, month, year, etc. Or you're just backpedaling the whole time. Yep, totally. So I think people in 2020 should work on forgiveness for setbacks. I like that. I do too. Forgiveness and, and celebratory wins. I like yeah. that. One thing Dr. Paul and I talk about is Mecca, M-E-C-A. And we think that, so when Dr. Paul works with his clients, he needs people to come in the door and come back with a difference, right? Like that's, he needs change. Mm -hmm. And in finance, it's the same way. Mm -hmm. Companies have to start January 1st and they have to make the change. So how do you do it? We talked about MECA, Mecca. One, it's got to be measurable. So whatever you're doing, you have to have a way to measure it. Mm -hmm. Two, there's got to be an expiration. So there's got to be a timestamp on when you're going to be measuring it and when it's over. So there has to be some type of expiration. The C is that it's got to be customizable. Every person's different. Every business is different. All goals are different. You, not, you can't compare yourself to others because that is an inaccurate benchmark. So you have to create a customizable plan for yourself. And the last one, which you've said plenty of times already, is achievable. Mm-hmm. It's got to be something that you can attain personally and you can achieve because wins are what creates momentum and momentum creates future success. So you're saying Mecca is That's the That's so thing funny because I have one called SMART. Oh, Okay. Which I love what you just said, because I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, that's shorter and quicker and more to the point. Yeah, great. (laughs) I like it. SMART goals to me is S specific, Mm -hmm. which I mean, it's all pretty much same thing. We're we're both saying the same thing, but Mm -hmm. you actually can tell when you've achieved it. Mm -hmm. So specific. Yep. Um, M, measurable, not just eat better, but eat one time out of the week, eat better. Um, Actionable, you have steps to get there. Uh, realistic, so don't mm-hmm. be too crazy in yeah. in your expectations. And timely, have a end date slash deadline in mind. Yeah, it's pretty much said the same thing. Yeah, yours well, is just that's why I said that's why I said I'm like yours is just a little shorter, more to the point. <laughs> Smart just sounds great. <laughs> Mecca, I can't even remember. Um, but don't forget that if you realize that the goals you set aren't realistic, you can adjust them. Instead of giving up, I think a big thing to remember in setting goals and people have all the, because people are like, Oh, why would I set goals? And I'm one of those people. Why would I set goals? And I'm just going to have, you know, or why would I set, um, what is it? Um, what's it called resolutions. Mm-hmm. I just want to have small goals, but I still, you know, screw up those goals. And then I think that I'm a failure and, you just you can adjust them instead of giving. I think up. Adju- that adjusting is such a good one. I think about so I'm trying to do this sober January, but I'm going to the Bills game against Houston. Yeah, and I'm thinking to myself, how am I going to not drink during yeah. the second playoff game of the Bills? It's ninety now. How? Just but do then, it. But then what? I, but one thing I said to you, oh. I was like, okay, if there's like these monumental things, yeah, maybe I will. Yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, I won't. But if I do, oh, cr- if I do crack, I was like, remember I told you today, I'm like, if I do crack that one day. 
I'll adjust it so that I'll take one the is first that, day off in February. Is that cracking though, or is that just being a Bills fan? <laughs> I think it's being. Yeah, it's are being a you, Bills fan, baby? If you go to a the second Bills playoff game since '99 and don't get drunk and break a table, <laughs> are you even a Bills fan? Are you even a Bills fan? You know. But I think the point though, if you adjust it, and suppose I do drink that day, and I take one day off in February, the net net of being like, okay, I'll adjust it, take the first day. February off, but still had 32 days. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. One of 32 is still more successful than just being like, all right, it's the sixth. I'm done for the month. If working out three or four times isn't going well. Yeah. Go once or twice and celebrate the times that you went and feel like it's better than nothing and focus on that. And Absolutely. Setting goals and resolutions with um, like a partner or a friend or a family member, I think is really important. Maybe an entire face group of vinos. There you go. Uh, it's I think it's a really um, great way to hold yourself accountable as well mm-hmm. and do it with somebody else and set like a calendar or have an app. Um, you know, I've been using Anna Victoria. Remember the app that um, I've been doing the weights at home? Oh, yeah, yeah. And oh, the, you're into that. I know. And you, the, she has the uh, customizable Menus. menu you're doing. Yeah. It's not, this is not even an ad, but like I just, well, she's been on my podcast, so I was like, can I be a part of this? Because she's built a really great community as well with body positivity too. Like she's all about like, hey, here's me when I just worked out. But guess what? I just drank a lot of water and ate a big meal. And now here's my body after. And it, it looks different, but that's okay. Like right. she's very um, raw and and realistic about bodies as well as having a banging bot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That could be your confession. What's that? <gasps> Remember? What is it? Well, let I, I me. Mean, I pulled I up it. my Instagram with Anna Victoria, and she was in a sports bra, and um, a lot was showing. Or she was in a bathing suit, and you thought it was me. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was a while ago, huh? And you went. Whoa, hot. <laughs> and I was like, what? And you're like, you look hot. I'm like, that's not me. But oh, cool, 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 yeah, cool, cool, yeah, cool. Yeah, I do remember that. That was that was a long time ago. Yeah, but and still, I, it's yeah. so funny. Wait, wait, explain it. You had it from like a distance. I thought you were showing me. Wait, like, what was no, the No, 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 no. I just again? pulled it up. And I, I went to show that. I was yeah. like, wow. You were like, wow, like, hot. And you're like, it's not me. And I was, I was like, like, that's not uh, me. Uh, <laughs> it was Anna Victoria. But, you, I, but you had the bathing suit or something. No, no, there no, no, no. Stop making excuses. It, no, there was something more to it. It was like her, was it? I no. I remember now. I, I love that you're trying to convince yourself that it was something. <laughs> and it's totally okay that you thought she was hot because she is. <laughs> it's just so funny because you were like trying to compliment me. But it was <laughs> Back and then fire. I was like, uh, th- I was like, God damn, thank you. Thank you for thinking that's, <laughs> that's me. Thank you for getting first, these two things dem- confused. First this, because this came first, then the Demi mix up. I'm confusing you, Kate. <laughs> God damn. It's okay. That's what happens. Uh, what do you mean? <laughs> you know, later in the relationship. I'm just kidding. I'm not negative. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about a 30-day challenge. And general intentions okay. for um, 2020. Well, let's do one for us because I think we talked about it at dinner. Okay. One thing we want to do is weekly set 
we're we're having good, like the back and forth. Do we do this daily or do we do it mm. do it weekly? Because we our routines yeah. are so screwed up. I think we have to be a little bit realistic stuff. about it. Yeah, and I think I think daily is good, right? Like in the morning, maybe set. Oh, the goal. I was gonna say weekly. <laughs> oh, but I was gonna say like tomorrow, right? Like you're obviously you're traveling, and mm-hmm. so. But the idea here, I'll get to the point. Sorry, I'm rambling. Is that we want to set times during the week or day that no matter what, under zero circumstances, we have our phones. Yeah. So our phones are off. Our phones are off in a yeah. way. Maybe they're on airplane mode, but so we can just focus on, you know, the moment and each other and conversation and how each other's days were. Because so many times, the phone just becomes like a barrier to everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, it happens in friendships. It happens with family. It happens over the okay. holidays and relationships. So I know that's one thing that for the next. I think we should create a thirty day challenge, like really focus on that for thirty days, and try and continue it throughout the entirety. Okay. Well, that was one of my 30-day challenges. This one here. See, this is, the Leave computer your phone. is not facing me, but I'm taking things off the computer. Leave your phone apparently. in another room when you're... Uh, yeah. Okay. It's, I mean... So give me a... Come up with one. Another 30 days? Yeah. Well, wait. We need to focus on that. Should that be January? Yeah. Well, I, th- I honestly think I, that well, should be a okay. lifetime. But. Okay. Let's set the intention for 2020 as a small goal to be yeah. more aware of how often we're on our phones, yeah. especially in um, like a night off together if we're watching a movie or if mm-hmm. we're having dinner or whatever. It, yeah, like today dinner, we had our phones off the whole time. Yeah. We had a so great, great conversation. Like really good conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, I do. I, <laughs> I was like, we're not getting into the. We have no. like our own language. Yeah, I'm, but not we'll just, I'm not doing that. Um, <laughs> that I feel like every couple has their own no, speaking language. Of course. Language. Yeah. It's just so embarrassing. <laughs> All right. So, a uh, new season of Siesta Key starts tonight. And I'm dying to see the events that unfold. The crew has come a long way since season one. And by that, I mean they went in the same circle many, many times. Alex and Juliet would date for a while until Alex got bored, then break up until they both got lonely. Brandon fell for Madison, cheated on her, then tried to sing her back into his life. And I suppose that just wasn't enough for her because she moved to L.A. and met an older, hopefully more mature man. We want the best for her. We really do. Kelsey and Garrett have a similar story that can be summed up as Kelsey only wants Garrett when she doesn't have Garrett. Chloe had to suffer rejection, then a punch to the nose. And I'll be honest, I don't know which is worse. So let me tell you one thing that's true to Siesta Key is that the people are hot, but the drama is hotter. And I'm so ready to dive into a new season. So don't miss it tonight at 8, 7 central on MTV. Okay, so that, okay, let's do one big intention for the year that's manageable, which is okay. being uh, aware of, of your phone time. 30-day mm-hmm. challenges. I would like to challenge people to keep a conscious journal for five minutes a day. That's it. Journaling is really good. Five minutes that's a really day. important, yeah. Don't scroll for five minutes. Go write something in your journal about what you're grateful for, what is happening in your life right now, what um, conversation you had with your parents, what, like something, so that, think about it. What is your memory from 10 years ago? No idea. My dad asked me, what'd you do for New Year's Eve? Going, was it a big deal when we turned to, he goes, I feel like this decade people are making a bigger deal. Mm-hmm. It's a new decade. He goes, but in 2009 to 10, I don't recall people really making it a big deal. And he, I was, I was like, well, dad, where were you? And he knew where he was. Really? And I thought about it for my new year's Eve. I don't remember. I don't know. I was like, oh, I'd have to go through photos. 
So to your point, ten years ago, no. See, where if you just r- took five minutes, imagine. Oh, I would love. Imagine to, reading love to back read ten years ago. Oh, I'd love to read it. So five minutes, Things and even really if it's even if it's once a week or twice a month, something simple, five minutes, write down your favorite things about the week or the month. Such a, and it's such a good way to connect with yourself yeah. in a world of just absolute constant mayhem. I think people are so visual to too, where you want to look back and see either your progress or where you had a downfall or where you came back through, like came, came out of something awful. Like it's empowering to read back and those kinds of things. If I look back in my twenties, when I made the biggest changes that I made, it was a result of me saying to myself, this, where I am right now, this just isn't what I envisioned. Everything's wrong. This wasn't what I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. And I was able to like kind of connect with myself and create a change because that's when you know. But to your point, I think it's way easier to connect with yourself and where you want to be. If you're, if you're doing that daily, unreal. Which is so interesting that we find it so hard. Yeah. And I I think the other thing, it's just taking time. It's like, it's kind of like meditation. Mm -hmm. Like if you take five minutes Mm -hmm. out of the day to meditate. Well, that was another one of my 30 days. It rewires your whole brain. Right. But who takes five minutes out of the day to just breathe? It's like we we consciously choose things that are going to hurt us more than help us every day of our lives. We choose to not take those five minutes to meditate. We choose to not take those five minutes to write down our feelings. We choose to scroll and get in a pity party. We choose to eat that one thing that's going to make us feel like crap. We choose to do all these things when it's... Why is it so hard to choose those things that make us happy? Because it's constant band-aids. We're constantly putting band-aids instead of like dealing with what's going on. Like my whole life, mm-hmm. one of my biggest regrets is that I'm constantly worrying or, you know, I've done a lot better with it, but I was living my life for other people's expectations. Like, was I satisfying, you know? And I think that if you're living for yourself and your expectations of what you need to do, which no one does and connects with yourself and stop putting the band-aids on and, and really addressing the issue, um, I think it just goes so much further. How did you do that? I think it's something you, you just work on daily, but it's, I think it's connecting with yourself. It's something I'm still working on, right? But I think it's, it's perspective, it's working on yourself, and then I think you realize that you're never going to be able to you're constantly trying to keep up with other people or trying to appeal to other people, but then you realize you're not appealing to yourself. Mm-hmm. That was one of the biggest things I remember. I was never, I've, I've said this before on like, I do a Q and a is like, I've, I hit a point like where I was in a dark place and it was that I was never, I wasn't happy with myself. There was mm-hmm. nothing. I was doing everything I could to make other people happy. Or I was finding like little band-aids Right. So it was for me, it was going out with friends. Maybe it's gambling. Maybe it's drinking, whatever it was that was like a void to what the real issue was. And it was finding happiness with myself. But you still enjoy those things. Is it just that you do it more as a Band-Aid? I think so. I think everyone will like, I mean, doesn't everyone have like where you're like, you're trying to get these like small hits of adrenaline to feel good, but there's like a deeper, darker problem yeah, that you need to address why do drugs yeah so, <laughs> I'm just kidding I'm just kidding <laughs> just kidding thank you for sharing that we'll be back with more off the vine with caitlin bristow
All right, everyone, if you love my show, then you've got to check out Make Spidey Famous Again, especially because they're celebrating their 100th episode. Join reality TV royalty Spencer and Heidi Pratt as they dig into the world of pop culture, share their adventures into parenthood, and interview top-notch celebrity guests like Brad Gorski, Frankie Delgado, and Ariana Maddox. Be sure to subscribe on Podcast One, Apple Podcasts, and all your favorite podcast listening apps so you don't miss a single episode. Now back to Off the Vine with Caitlin Bristow. What month are we on, first of all? February? 30-day challenges. What do we say? We the phone. Oh, the phone. The journal. Oh, I have another one. Now, this is something I want to do because reading makes me so happy, but read or listen to a book for 30 minutes a day. It is crazy how your brain can absorb or just go into a different space when you're reading. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I feel like I'm more uh, well-spoken or I can have better conversation or I have something more valuable to talk about when I read. Yeah. I think reading's so important. It really is. 30 minutes a day. That's it. There's Again. some crazy stat out there. This is definitely not the right one, but like most, C- almost like on average, one consistency with CEOs mm-hmm. is that they, like regardless of the industry, they read like 12 books a year. So there's definitely some yeah. type of correlation between like stimulating your brain. It's stimulating. Yeah. So there's one is reading. The other one I find is when I was a, I was in New York a few weeks ago, and I went to go see Dear Evan Hansen, uh-huh. and just being at a play was doing uh-huh. these crazy things to mm-hmm. my brain. The stimulation, the, the the energy, the excitement. Like I was like, I need to go to a play or a show or a concert like once or. I, don't know, I totally agree with you, and I think we are similar in that way. Where some people that doesn't stimulate their brain, so I think that, it's yeah. finding what stimulates your brain mm-hmm. and and focusing on that. So maybe it's not reading, maybe it's going to a play, or maybe yeah. it's reading or listening to the news or being you know knowledgeable about certain things. But yeah, I totally agree with you. Now this one's challenging to me. Thirty day challenge: give somebody a hug every day. Wow, I am not a big hugger. See, I'm a big hugger. Yeah, you are. Remember when people would I'm like, sorry, I'm a hugger. Give me a hug. And sometimes I say you I'm a hugger. You are a hugger. I think so a little bit. Um, if I love you. I love hugs if I love you. Yeah. If I just, it, to me, it's like such a, um, <laughs> I don't know, it's such an intimate thing, like getting that close and holding somebody and hug. I, to me, so I, maybe it's not even, maybe there's something deeper. It's not a hugging. It's like giving someone affection. <laughs> like, like even saying, if that's like shaking a hand very, no, like I love shaking hands. Hand, shake hand. No, no, I love that. Maybe I wrote this because I wanted to challenge myself. Oh, do it. <laughs> Kate's just going to be hugging strangers Everyone's probably in listening to this being like, uh, it's just a hug Caitlin. and i'm like okay challenge yourself every day to just hug somebody i love it uh okay um write down something you appreciate or take a picture of something you appreciate every day make like a um, album in your phone 30 days of things i appreciate Ooh, I like that it can be your dog it can be um if you just got your landscaping done and there's beautiful flowers like it could be that. simple things that 30 days you just look back on it and you have 30 things of scrolling that things that make you happier that you appreciate if you had like a bad day or a bad meeting uh-huh. you could just go right to that album and then you can think wow 
I just wanted to have some gratitude or look back on something that makes me happy and look at this is something so simple and that makes me happy. And then it might put things into perspective. I love that idea, especially because like psych- from a psychological standpoint, let's think about like our parents in their offices. Mm-hmm. Of course, what did they have pictures of, of their kids? Like, it's like there is something and so powerful about pictures that create mm-hmm. happiness within. I like that. The 30 day album. Okay. Into it. Boom. Uh, here's <laughs> another one. Here's a dynamite. No. Oh my gosh, I love you. You always, <laughs> you're like Cleo. Boom, there goes the dynamite. And boom goes the dynamite. Uh, boom goes you're, the dynamite. It's like your, t- your delivery and your words are always jumbled, but that makes it cute because it's you. That's like Cleo. Cleo cannot for the life of her um, do catchphrases or like sayings. So she'll be like, you know, Caitlin, I just, you know, we got to... Um, do this with the wine and, and scratch you to do this and just get back on the horn. I'm like, that's not a thing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're saying. Like she doesn't understand the context of when to use the scene. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's it. You're like, and then boom, there goes the dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> and boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> and boom goes the dynamite. Yeah. <laughs> and boom goes the dynamite. Okay. <laughs> Onward we go. Next 30 day challenge. Uh, Figure out my scene. <laughs> Okay, a 30-day purge. Do a social media purge. Unfollow or mute people that no longer serve you when you see them on your feed. Now, this is going to be different for a lot of people because some people follow accounts that they aspire, like, oh, I'm going to follow these Victoria's Secret models or this, and I'm going to work to And it's things that don't serve them purpose. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, where there's so many accounts out there that could inspire you rather than make you feel like shit. So I think the social media purge can be like find every day, find a new inspiring account. Um, that's like body positivity or mental health Mm -hmm. or something that you can find every single day of quotes or, um, you know, and then unfollow. Wow. (laughs) Unfollow. unfollow accounts that don't serve purpose anymore. I love that. I also, you put a timer on it. I thought it was such a good yes, idea. So you know how long when you're on social media. So I think that's such a good idea that you should give yourself a certain period of time to be on social media, but don't overindulge. And you could do that with the timer with the new app. Yeah, but here's my problem. It's software. like 8 a.m. and I've spent 30 minutes already. And I'm like, well, there's no, my there's daily my limit make. and it's 8 a.m. <laughs> now what do I do? Cool, cool, cool. Uh, or it's like after midnight <laughs> and I've already hit my limit for the next oh, day. Oh, that's one for me if I get interrupted. <laughs> Sleeping. Mm. Ever since I got the iWatch, I'm like, holy shit, what a mess. I'm sleeping freaking four hours a night. Yeah. So one thing I really want to focus on, and I'm sure I can't be the only one, is getting like at least six hours of quality sleep. Okay. And then here's um, here's one to do with sleep. And by the way, I hope everybody's writing these down or putting them in your phone or just little reminders. It doesn't have to be a certain month we do this. It's just 30-day challenges. Try and pick a new one every month. And this one, don't hit the snooze button. We are all victims to the snooze button. Oh, all the time. Don't hit it because guess what? Every Just time you hit that, out of bed. every time you hit that snooze button, you go actually go into a deeper sleep. Yeah, the NASA on that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. All right. With the new year officially here and everyone vowing to restrictive resolutions, Pepsi wants to usher in the new decade a bit differently by encouraging everyone to unapologetically do what they enjoy. 
Amen. I'm down for that, even in the face of others' judgment. But really, I have said that lately. I'm not a huge fan of resolutions. I mean, sure, set goals, cross items off those bucket lists. But for the most part, you just got to do you, Vinos. You know, some people say you shouldn't wear pajamas for the entire day and then sleep in them for the second time in a row. I'm here to tell you that they're missing out, those people. Some people frown upon ordering Postmates three times in one day, but I'm also here to tell you to try it for yourself. That's what I like. Uh, what's another? I really okay. like the one about mm-hmm. making your bed. They say that's one yes. like the military. You have to make your bed because yeah. no matter how bad your day is, no matter what goes wrong, Getting, when you come back, yeah. mm-hmm. it's a fresh bed mm-hmm. and it reminds you tomorrow's a new day. I agree with that. That was something that was first on my list last year with yeah. things to do as 30 day challenges because, and we were very good at it. We make the bed every day. Yeah, we are really good at it. It's something that it just, it, as soon as you do it, you just feel like you're ready for the day. You're motivated. You made your bed. You might as well go conquer the day. <laughs> Why not? Seize the day. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see Matt Cutshall's Cutshall? Damn it. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Ariel Vandenberg's fiance, Matt Cutshall. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, did you see it when he tried to do motivational speaking on his Instagram story? No, but that had to be funny. <laughs> he was like, hey, everybody, uh, seize the day. Uh, I'm going to go out and seize the day. So I hope everybody does the everything they need to do and seize the day. <laughs> that was so funny. I love it. Uh, okay, 30-day challenge. Limit social media to half of your normal screen time. So like we said, that was one of my things. So put a timer on the social media. Yep. Get up once every hour of sitting to stretch for three minutes. Ooh, that's a good one. I can't tell you. I used to be freaking Gumby. <laughs> you don't know who Gumby is. Yes, I know who Gumby oh, okay. is. I was so flexible guy. my whole life from dancing, and now I can't even touch my goddamn toes. And so you think that has to do with standing up? I think it has to do with stretching your body. Yeah. Stretch. Stretches. Yoga. Stretch. You know my grandmother stretches every of morning she and does. before bed every single night. And how does she look and feel? It's unbelievable. See? She's, yeah. That's why, again, the eye watch, it tells you when to stand. This thing's amazing. Let's get on. It also tells you when to meditate. Like when your heart rate's going too, too fast. That's amazing. It'll do the breathing part. That's really amazing. That's great. That's why I need it. Except then it'd be like, Caitlin, settle the f- down. You're going to have a heart attack in two years. <laughs> Let's see. I just want to see if... Ah, damn it. What? I was checking to see if uh, Matt's Instagram was still up uh, about the seize the day. It was so good. <laughs> okay. And, well, this one. Th- here's a 30-day challenge. Sleep eight hours per, na- per night. It's aggressive. It's not for I me. I can sleep eight hours once a freaking week. I'd be happy. I can easily sleep eight hours yeah, a night. It's... Your sleeping, your sleeping game is... Uh, I've never seen anything like it. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Briefly reach out to someone you haven't spoken with in a while. Love that. You do, hey? Love that. This one I questioned because I think there must be a reason you haven't spoken to them in a while. It could just be time and distance. Well, then is that person and really meaningful reconnect. to you? I don't know. I think it'll feel like if This one's something to think about. It's just so important. Okay. Like someone that was like, that's what I do really like. I've never done this before, but the I don't know if people like that or not. But I have a, I wrote all my, the friends that yeah. like really those relationships mean so much to me. And there's some on that list. I'm like shit. I really got to do a better job. But I really want to make that a focus. Is those people like once a week, once every other week, because yeah. life just gets away from you. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Somewhat. 
with that <laughs> uh here a general goal try and volunteer once a month mm-hmm. maybe even once every other month just volunteer in general you'll be surprised maybe you won't for people who do 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 volunteer you'll know how much it actually selfishly selfishly makes you feel better but what no, I agree. There's oh. just no substitute for for giving back. There's mm-hmm. no no matter how big it is, how large it is, whether if you don't have the money but you're volunteering your time, there's yeah. just no substitute because also man, does it put things in perspective, right? Oh my gosh. You think about the things we complain about on a daily basis, but how for like fortunate you know, we yeah. have to have a, a roof over our head and meals to eat and everything mm-hmm. else. Yeah. And my last one, I'm wait, how many have we done? I don't even know. Okay, I'll give two more. Okay, two more. I did this today and it felt like I lost ten pounds. Okay. Clean one room once a month, get rid of excess stuff, purge, get rid of I cleaned the kitchen today. What does that have to do with I threw out pounds, like I threw out six <laughs> bags of flour. <laughs> six Damn it. I threw out six goddamn bags of flour. I was like, you don't need to lose a damn pound. You lose well, no, 10. I mean, I mean I like, yeah, saying, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean. Bricks out of the yes. uh, backpack. Sure. You know what I call it? The apple, uh, the apple effect. You know, when you walk into an Apple store and it's just crisp and clean mm-hmm. and there's no clutter and it's nice and fresh. I always think about, I'm going to apple-fy my office. I'm going to apple-fy my room. Just try and make it nice and oh, crisp. Oh, you should try that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, please. Are you kidding me? I just wanted to see your reaction because oh, I like clutter. I like I like it clean clutter. I like trinkets and clutter, but like in a clean way. Yeah. Yeah. Last one. I'm huh. hoping we did 12. Do you think we did? Uh, I think so. Okay. You got another one? Fire it off. Well, I really like just the idea of doing one self-care activity for yourself a week. Yeah. A face a mask. A week. A bubble bath. And I know those are stupid, superficial self-care things, but like write in your journal. Take a bubble bath. Do so- <laughs> a bubble bath. You f- Love I love bubble, bubble baths. baths. When you say bubble baths for some reason, it's like super bubble bath, cute. Bubble bath, bubble, bubble, bubble bath. <laughs> I, or like, I don't know. Everyone has their own Self-care definition of Self-care can go care. so some, much deeper than that. hiking. Like, go hike, you know? Go hike. Over. I'm trying to think. I just feel like I don't want to be so um, surface level of like, do a face mask for self-care. <laughs> Follow someone that inspires you. Oh, you know what I mean. Okay. I think that's it. That's a, that's a lot. I think that, yeah, I think we've got a good amount of things on here that people can think about. We had, you know, some ups and downs to this podcast, a little banter, a little, a little, banter, uh, a little back and forth, back and forth, which is great. That's, that's, that's great. what makes the world go round. Yeah. We've got both dogs in here just so sleepy because they had such a good play today. They're so cute. Their little cuddle last night was so adorable. They're so cuddly. Pino's breath is so bad, though. I don't care. Breathe (laughs) it in. I do breathe it in. I love it. Do you see how he was laying this morning? Do you remember that? I I said, babe. It was like, what, I don't know, 6 a.m. And I was like, babe. You gotta look at this. He was laying on my head. It's the cutest. His head was resting on my forehead, and his body was like that. And then Ramen was in between us, and I was like, "This is heaven." You know, is like the cut, <laughs> like in the middle of the night, he'll straight up hug me, like put both of his bear claws around and just hug me. Sweetie. He is just loves. I always thought Ramen. We talked about this. Like Ramen is 
always love love, but Pino yeah. is like next level. It's amazing. Well, I'm really exciting is last time I talked about the dog medium for ramen and people were so curious about what the dog medium Sally had to say. We and didn't have that call yet. Well, that's what I'm getting at. Oh. So, so I know that people were so curious and I was like, wow, she said this, this, and then ramen changed and not changed, but like felt more peace here. Yeah. We have the call with Sally for Pino. Wait, when is that? January 9th. Oh, amazing. Yeah. So we'll be able to, you know, I will record some of it. We'll talk about it on the podcast and then we'll be able to do a follow up and see, um, the progress. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you for talking through, uh, some goals and, challenges and things that we believe in and don't believe in my pleasure in one sentence what's going to be your personal vision statement this year after all that for 2020 i think just something simple of uh, there's so much to be thankful for focus on that yeah there's so much in my life that i'm like well you know what it's hard to say that because i did a story this morning where i'm like god i literally have everything I could have dreamed of. Mm -hmm. So I feel absolutely stupid and ridiculous when I say I suffer from depression a few times a month because what do I have to be depressed, depressed about nothing. Right. And to me, it's, I'm very in tune with my body. I keep track of my period. I'm very aware of every time I'm PMSing and it is, it's every without fail, Mm -hmm. babe. Do I wake up and say my boobs hurt? And then you go, all right, buckle up, Jason. (laughs) Every time my boobs hurt (laughs) or start to get sensitive, I am depressed the next day for three days. I'll come in and out of it. I'm not just like in bed all day, but this is a real thing that women suffer from and men. Of course we all do, but hormones, (laughs) you, uh, (laughs) they really do. (laughs) So anyways, what was my point of this? Your personal vision statement. Oh, my personal. Um, just summarizing everything. Yeah. I just want to have something a little more um, philosophical than that. What's yours? I think I. Oh want God, you're just going to be so good. It's no, gonna it's be not. So no, it's not. I'm literally just. I'll just come off the top. Oh, of my just head. spitballing. I want. Last year was a huge year of change, mm-hmm. and I think change is going to continue to be a huge constant. But I want 2020 to be a year where I remember the rest of my life, like a foundational year for what's next. Like a lot of the stuff we do is that we focus on is cool and it's fun and it's short term, but I want to like set the state. Like I think every year there's a foundational year and there's years in your twenties that was, there were years in my twenties. Like you want to look back on 2020 and think that was a pivotal time, pivotal time for the rest of my life, Mm -hmm. especially this decade. So Mm -hmm. like, and like if it's 2026, I'm like, but 2020, that like mm. I built the foundation, I put the concrete in that new house, whatever. Not not an actual new house, but right. built just a strong foundation for this next chapter. See, and I felt that last year I went into 2019 the most empowered I've ever felt. Mm-hmm. I felt so strong. I felt so proud. I felt so motivated. I knew what I wanted to accomplish. I went after it. Now 2020, I don't mean to brag, but I did that. And I accomplished it. And yeah. so I'm like, ooh, okay, I really believe in the power of myself and and what I can achieve. So what do I even think next? I'm almost scared to say what I want in 2020 because what if it comes though. true? That's such a good chapter, though. That's right. amazing. Yeah. So I think my um, envision for 2020 would be 
You know what? I Your think it's statement. Yeah. my I think my vision statement would be to really focus on what I've achieved and and build that. Mm-hmm. Mm. No, I like I like it. You told me this earlier. I yeah, it's great. Is, I remember you saying like you you're, you want to be really focused on your podcast, make every mm-hmm. single episode the best you can, and find yes. the best guests out there. And your wine, make sure that you have the best manufacturer, it's mm-hmm. the best quality, the shipping. Like so, I remember you saying that you want to be focused. I really on less found the, and just the few things all in on what you got and singing. Twenty twenty is going to be. I, people are probably so sick of me saying this because I said it last year. I'm like 2019. I'm going to sing. Songs. Don't make me sing. Songs. Release the. But 2020, hey. I'm. I feel like I'm gonna, you know, say no to a little of the, a little bit of the noise that I could easily say yes, yeah. yes to for money. I want to focus on the things that I'm really passionate about. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, gosh. Well, we hope everybody uh, g- took away something from this podcast. <laughs> there is a lot. So call your therapist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got into it. There is uh, there's a lot to unpack in this episode. So uh, start unpacking. 2020. I believe in all of you. Actually, can I just end it with one thing? Sure. One thing. There is a vino out there who has been through a very hard time. I try and be like, oh, what am I going to complain about this? Like she went through a fire. Her house burned down with her boyfriend. Luckily, those two were okay, but they lost a member of their family. Their dog, it absolutely destroys me to even say that out loud. Um, They lost a lot of things. And all I heard was that all the vinos have gone above and beyond to help her. I don't know if she wants her name out there, so I'm not going to say it, but like they really went above and beyond to help her uh, rebuild things, get things off Amazon. She had a wish list. Uh, I just want to say that the community, I say this all the time, but the power of the vinyls, everything, I just... this All this stuff does not go unnoticed, and just when, when I think they can't do more they do and so thank you to everyone who's just such a kind soul that's that's done something um i tried to add the few things in her list on the cart off what on the cart in the cart cart. and send them to her and um i just wanted to say if anybody out there who owns a clothing company is listening please 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 reach out to me um or my media email uh because i think a big part you know she lost all of her scrunchies i think we're working on that she lost everything so uh just small little things that we've sent like pots and pans little things um but i think she lost a lot of clothes and shoes and if any clothing companies out there want to help please reach out to me i'll get you her sizes and would love to send her some things to fill her closet because that's i just can't imagine All right. Well, this has been a wonderful hour. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. Hope everyone has such an amazing 2020 and a great start to the year. So cheers to that. Absolutely. With my protein shake that I'm going to. <laughs> yes. Okay, let's go to bed. Yeah. Good night. <laughs> I'm Caitlin Bristol. I'll see you next Tuesday. Thanks for listening to Off the Vine with Caitlin Bristow. Get new episodes every Tuesday exclusively on podcastone.com, the Podcast One app, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Who's the
Power with OTV. This week's Off the Vine is sponsored by Casetify. Go to casetify.com slash vine today to get 20% off your new favorite phone case. If celebrities like Kylie Jenner and Gigi Hadid are obsessed, well, then you know this is a phone case you can show off in your Insta feed. Geico, go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance, extra money in your pocket. It just may be the most rewarding to-do you do today. MTV Siesta Key, catch up on Siesta Key every episode streaming now on MTV.com and the app and get ready to dive into the new season on Tuesday, January 7th at 8 o'clock Eastern slash Pacific and 7 o'clock Central on MTV and Pepsi Cola. Pepsi wants to usher in the new decade a bit differently by encouraging everyone to unapologetically do what they enjoy. Even in the face of others' judgment, drink Pepsi Cola.